0: Yeah, but what if you want to create more of like a magazine-style newsletter? What are you supposed to send in those? You're listening to Inbox Besties, the only little guy-approved podcast that gives you dangerously practical advice for turning internet randos into subscribers with benefits. You know, the kind that pop open their wallets and throw fistfuls of cash at you for your courses and, and coaching, not like that other stuff her. Now let's get to it. Welcome back my inbox besties besties. Kate Doster of katedoster.com and as always I am super excited to be in your ear holes today. Maybe even more super excited because we actually have a listener of the show also going to be in your ear holes. Jen of a Jen Williams agency because she headed on over to katedoster.com forward slash ask a SK and asked a question and we are gonna do it right now on the show. So I am beyond excited. So if you guys do decide to head on over to katedoster.com forward slash ask, I'll usually go ahead and send you a bite-sized little mini advice that you can have right away, usually within a week, and then we'll go ahead and I'll create a podcast episode. But you guys know, especially if you're longtime listeners of the show, we do tend to batch record our episodes, meaning I'll sit down for one or two days and bang out like six episodes. So it might not air for a couple of weeks, but I'll always get back to you pretty ASAP, I must say. So without further ado, because I know y'all are burnt out from Black Friday and Cyber Monday and tech issues that you could have and not have and all that juicy goodness, let's go ahead and listen to Jen's question. And spoiler alert, guys, and make sure you go ahead and hit subscribe because next week we are... All going to talk about how to make the rest of 2019 amazing and planning for 2020. I would love to learn
1: how to create newsletter content that people actually look forward to reading. So obviously I know how to content that answers Problems they're having, or is a catchy title to get them to open it? But what about those newsletters that people just really look forward to? Like, what techniques do you use for researching what people actually want to hear on a repeat basis, other than just writing them and seeing what people open and what people don't open? But is there a way to actually research topics that they want to continually hear about? A good example of what I'm referring to is like Tim Ferriss's like five things Friday or stuff like that, where it's this set format and it's a weekly reoccurring thing. You know, it's coming. You're looking forward to it. You're thinking, oh my goodness, it stays Friday. I'm so excited. Tim Ferriss' email is going to come. How do you create momentum like that, especially in the early stages where you're still building your
0: audience? Oh, John I can tell after listening to your message, I didn't even need to know what you did, but I was like, "Mm, let me go see here because I got your email address. I'm like, yep, (laughs) COO, without a doubt, operations is definitely where you belong because of the way that you answer the questions and just in general, I absolutely love it. If I walked over to your laptop, how many times are I see open? One, two, 27? And let's be real, you're probably listening to this podcast with one earbud in and you're driving or doing the dishes, but secretly you're mapping out your next new course, which will definitely propel you to six figures and beyond, unlike those eight other half-finished stinker courses that are just clogging up your hard drive on your computer, those things are going nowhere but then you remember you haven't actually done a blog post in like two months so you should probably do that but your traffic's like five so that really doesn't matter that much especially since you're now getting the red arrow of death from your Facebook business page so clearly you now need to do a live but you've got to clean up the house and make sure that the kids aren't around and get that done so then maybe you'll go back to the course but then I don't know about the blog post but like it's really gonna be that effective and then you just get so frazzled and so overwhelmed they just like screw it I'm watching the Gilmore Girls again. Hashtag team Jess forever. The problem is that you're trying to run your business from a pretty notebook that you got from Target that you've lost and the scrap pieces of paper that you now use to kind of make up for it, which have a never I need to do list that never gets done because you're so scattered. What you need is a simple system that was created for somebody like you, an uber passionate, super scattered, shiny object prone, creative entrepreneur with a passion for business, but organization's not really your strong point. Created by somebody who actually gets it. The most anti type A personality that there is, me. What you need is trialing for traffic. Trawling for traffic is literally your business in a box. See, unlike that pretty notebook that we still can't find, Triller for Traffic actually comes with boards and workflows that you can use to run your business. I'm talking about breaking down everything into the nitty grittiest, smallest parts so nothing slips through the cracks. Everything from what you need to do when with a mega launch, to how to use Pinterest without actually having to pay for a scheduler, and of course my favorite, how to plan out your quarter, week, and day. because. I'm looking at everything in my week i'm gonna skip around that's why my day board is my favorite now to get your hands on all of these 22 boards and 15 workflows which have been called life changing by not one but several of the 100 students that invested in this course the first three days it was open craziness right head on over to trellingfortraffic.com. that's trellingfortraffic.com. and guys i didn't even tell you the best part it's only 24 bucks isn't your sanity worth 24 bucks Especially when I'll give you that recognition and revenue that your business deserves. So head on over to Trelloingfortraffic.com right now. So first, I'm going to go ahead and talk about what I can cons- create, what I consider a really a curated or magazine-style newsletter. But first. I need to let you know that even if you decide to create sort of this weekly digest, magazine style thing, if you've got something important going on, you can send solo email mailers. So what I mean by solo emails is when you just like, you want people to get on the phone for you for your waitlist, you want people to read a specific blog post. You do not have to be sandwiched into, oh, I can only email them on Wednesday and about like three three topics. No, you have permission to send them emails any other time throughout the week, about any other thing, it does not have to be this digest style, okay? So I just wanted to get that first and clear, okay? When I suggest that people go to these, because I'll be honest with you, they're really, like, if you did really want to get, like, traffic to one very specific blog post, going with these digest styles is really hard because you're giving people a lot of things to digest, a lot of things that they could click on, so it dilutes it. However, if you really, really struggle with coming up with those butt emails or just popping in and it's just, like, too much pressure, then definitely switch over to this curated model So I have a student and a coaching client in particular I'm thinking of her name is Alyssa and she does interior design she now does co-working spaces for moms it's fantastic and she was really really struggling with that traditional you know one goal one call to action one thing like she just it just wasn't working so she would not email her list so when we decided to have a more curated magazine style which made a lot of sense because she was interior designer she called it wine and design wednesdays so clever and she would have like her best finds for her interior design what's going on in her world shout out some clients and then she have the best deals on wine because she loved wine and so did her people her people were mamas who at the end of the day like to have a nice, I don't know, Chardonnay. I don't know. I don't drink wine, but it was her people. So her people generally enjoyed it. They looked forward to getting those Wednesday emails because guys, spoiler alert, Jen, this is going to be for you too. She had fun writing them. Alyssa loved writing them because she no longer had that constraint. She got to talk about things that she loved, with people she loved, about things that she loved. She got to throw in her own personality. So the world just opened up. So that's really step one. If you do decide to test out this sort of curated magazine style is make sure that you have fun with whatever topics that we're going to talk about picking next. Okay. Because your energy is going to come through on those emails. The second step, especially when it comes to sort of planning out or figuring out, and again, things can change, you're the boss, it's the internet, the sort of sections to include is to think about your people. So I love your website, I think that it's really nice, and you can also almost think of this as... You know, what sort of topics would you blog about or create content about? What are some of those big content buckets? So I know you in particular, and anybody can do this for their own business, you talk a lot about scaling, you have stuff about lead generation, you guys talk about operations and productivity, and goal setting, all those sorts of things that your people would want to have. The other aspect of your person is that you know that scaling is hard. You probably know when people are coming to you or when more people are coming to you, they, like, things are just broken. They're stressed out. They literally have no time. So it wouldn't make a lot of sense to have something that's like, you know, 10 tips or Pat Flynn's, I have to say, his weekly emails. They're just, they're too much. They're just, they're too much. I'm gonna shout out and say it. It's not that I hate Pat Flynn. I don't, I think he's a really cool dude. He just puts too much in there. I also think that Amy Landino sort of falls into this curated like and I feel that way too. I think that she has just too many sections. It just, I mean, it must be working for her because she keeps doing it, but I think that there's too many sections. So because we know your person and because we know the struggles and challenges that they had, you said you were really good at finding yeah buts, then we're gonna know what little sections to create. And these are just bite-sized, especially for Jen's person in particular. If they have no time, they're not gonna want a million things. So maybe it's three things to know Tuesday. And you don't have to name it the day of the week, but you do have to name this thing. That is really, really important when you're going for a curated newsletter. It has to have a name. We have to almost treat it like a magazine. So make sure that you come up with a name for it. So I don't know if it's like, um, you know, CEO Digest or... um, yeah, there's a million things. There's a million things. Listen to an episode that we had a while back and I'll have it put in the show notes when we talk about how to name your thing. Go ahead and re-listen to that episode if you need help with trying to figure out what to name your thing. So when trying to figure out your sections, and again, I really do like having the name of the newsletter almost be the day because then they're looking forward to it. Like you said, for Tim Ferriss, it says five for Friday. Like you look forward to it on Friday. Tim can get away with almost sort of like willy-nilly. I don't know if he has do, ask, read, watch. Um, I know Brian Harris tried that a little while ago, like a couple years ago, and so did Lauren from Ellen Company. So if you need that structure, something for them to do, something for them to see, something for them to buy, you can do it that way. But I think for you, especially because you also want to showcase your agency, you want to really think of those content sort of buckets. So Maybe since you know that your person is a CEO, maybe you want to have a motivational quote, probably just somewhere in there. We're not going to count that as a section. We're just going to sort of have that because maybe you like them, other people like that. Maybe you want to have something like the CEO corner where you talk about more about interpersonal things, hiring, firing. What if somebody is not performing? How do you let somebody go? And again, if none of these are fought like make sense to you, then don't do them. I'm just sort of putting myself in the seat of your ideal client, okay? Maybe it is a tip for scaling that you've seen, especially when you are starting to get more and more clients because I know that you're trying to build up this newsletter list. Um, Maybe you're going to be spotlighting a client of the week and it's something like, oh, you know, Sally was using Instagram ads to retarget to her landing page and got this type of conversion especially when it comes to ops and policies and procedures. People love tech. They love project management. So maybe you're going to have a tool of the week section or maybe like your personal team, when you go in and set people up, you guys use Asana. You're all about that Asana life. So maybe you're going to have an Asana tip of the week. Okay. The important thing when it comes to this and you can go to things like answer the public. That's one where it has a lot of Google questions. You can go to things like BuzzSumo to see things. But if you just search operations, it's probably not necessarily going to work. You have to think about the type of person. They're going to need leadership skills, management skills. They're going to need to know tech and back end. I mean, you know, because you know the hot mess expresses that come to you. So you want to have little bite-sized things that people can do. And you also want to let them know a little bit about what's going on in the agency. You can put that maybe towards the bottom, like, um, Come find us around the web. So maybe um, it says here that you were featured in Slack. So maybe you're sharing how you guys were in Slack. Maybe you are just sharing a new blog post that you happen to have. Okay. So don't overthink it so much. You don't necessarily have to make it cute. Just make it repetitive. So another person that I'm thinking of that had sort of almost the security newsletter style was Elena from Twins Mommy. We had her back on the show a while ago talking about viral content. I'll put a link down to that episode below because I cannot remember the number off the top of my head. And hers was something like a blogging tip, a Pinterest tip, and it was kind of like what was going on in her life. And when you actually create these emails, make sure that the section itself is pretty bold. So Alyssa's, because she was in interior design, she had used a lot of fancier graphics, I think it hurt her deliverability a little bit but she loved it and her people loved it so it was okay but again something like elena it was just very simple like the pinterest tip it literally said like pinterest tip it was in bigger font and it was in different color okay so just have fun with this this is the key when you're creating this just have fun think of your person think of your they call them verticals think of your category of verticals so a scaling tip a back end tip a dealing with people tip um, a leadership tip. Again, you're not gonna have a million of these sections because your person is very busy. So it's just like three things to make your lo- your week better this week, okay? How to handle something, a tool tip, and something else, okay? So I hope that that helps, Jen. And again, like I said, if any of you guys have any other questions, feel free to go to katedoster.com forward slash ask, and we'll go ahead and we'll get your episode up. It might take a little while, like I said before, for your episode to go live, So we will always go ahead and reply back to you. And next week, guys, we're talking about finishing up 2019 strong and planning for a kick butt 2020. Thank you for having Inbox Besties in your ear holes today. Why don't we make it a regular thing? Go ahead and slap that subscribe button now. And for even more free value-soaked resources and a community of online entrepreneurs that actually get it, head on over to katedoster.com forward slash group to unlock your free membership to the Super Friends secret lair. And if you were one of my action takers listening over here on iTunes, thanks. Make sure that you leave a rating and review. Before you leave, I know it seems teeny tiny, but it makes a big world of difference in me being able to provide you with more dangerously practical tips and tricks for turning internet randos into subscribers with benefits. Later days.